0: welcome back to dietitian table talks i'm your host emily bogato at dietitian.emb on instagram and i'm super pumped to catch up with you guys i hope that you're all doing all right Um, depending on where you live i know that this past couple weeks could have been really really hard Um, but I hope that everyone's doing all right and I hope that you're happy to hear my voice. Um, I told you guys this before, but I'm only doing one to two episodes a month on here. But if you don't already subscribe to Below the Influencer, I'm there every single week with Des. It's a podcast that we do together. Very, very different than this one though. So on that one, it is more for fun. We're talking about all different kinds of things, more like personal stuff, life stuff, advice, relationships, stories from our past, that kind of stuff. It's not necessarily about nutrition. Some of the episodes will be, but for the most part, not. Um, Also, somewhat inappropriate. So, if that's not for you, I totally understand and you probably should just not listen to it then. (laughs) Um, But today's episode is going to be how to become a baddie on a budget. And by baddie, I just mean you want to become a bad bitch and be feeling yourself and be healthy and get into a fitness routine kind of thing but you don't have a ton of money to blow. So I know a lot of people are in that boat, a lot of people who follow me are in that boat. Um maybe you're in college, maybe you just haven't, you know, had enough time working where you are living like paycheck to paycheck or you just really like are trying to save money. I mean, even if you aren't like even if you make a lot of money, that doesn't mean that you want to spend excessive amounts of money on stuff. So, um, I think it's always good to save money where you can. Um, and I know that everybody's budget is different. So, I might I might say some things that you couldn't fit into your budget and I totally get that. Even when I say on a budget, that, that means different things to different people completely. So, um, I know that everyone's different but hopefully this can be helpful for you no matter who you are um so I know you know a lot of people want to eat healthy but I always see people saying like eating healthy is so expensive and yes it definitely can be but not always so let me give you some tips (laughs) So first, I want to talk about our money that we spend on food. So we're going to talk about food, we're going to talk about workouts, we're going to talk about other stuff, but let's start with food. I feel like this is the one that is going to take the longest to talk about. So the biggest difference I feel like you can make with the amount that you spend on food is the level of convenience that you buy. So Think of the highest level of convenience would be if you're ordering a healthy meal and having someone else cook it for you and having someone deliver it to your door. So I know this has become super popular um, with like DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff like that and this obviously can be very, very expensive and add up very quickly this is not something that I do. I do not use those apps. If I want to have someone else cook my food, I'm going to go get my ass up and go get it myself. Now, at the same time, I totally understand where for some people it is worth paying more for that convenience. For example, does she's a new mom? she always orders food because she doesn't have time to go do that stuff. She's trying to stay away from people, um, because she has a newborn basically. And she's not trying to be like pinching pennies here and there. So, I totally understand that it's a convenience for people and it can be 100% worth it. Even just someone who maybe they're super busy working in that time, they could make more money in that time that it takes to go grocery shopping and cook, than they would lose putting that time towards doing that. So there definitely is a time and place for people to do that. But, you know, we're talking about saving money here. So, that's why I'm bringing it up. So, that is probably the most expensive thing you could do. Either go out to eat and get, you know, an, an expensive healthy meal or have it delivered to your door. Both of those are going to be expensive because they are extremely convenient and someone else is doing all the work for you. Um, the next one would be, let's see, I think delivering it would probably be the highest Then going somewhere and ordering a healthy meal. So eating healthy at restaurants, I feel like, I feel like it's not as big of a difference. If, if you look at a meal at a restaurant that's a healthy one, the price, and you look at a meal that's not as healthy, I feel like the prices usually are somewhat the same. That is not the case when you go to a fast food place. I feel like the healthy options are always like double the price at a fast food place compared to the other ones. And that is probably because the ingredients that it takes to make those, it takes more money and work for them. So for example, a burger on the dollar menu at McDonald's, those just come frozen. I don't know what they do. I don't know if they throw them on the grill or microwave them or what, but it is a really cheap thing for them to do. Now a salad, those ingredients go bad, they take more time to prepare, and it does make sense for it to be more expensive. Now let me give you an example. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love Greek food and there's this place called 2941 that is like my favorite place to go to. It's so good. It's basically like Chipotle but Greek food or like Mediterranean food and you just go down and pick whatever things you want. And I get it. I wouldn't say super often but lately I have been just because I've Once I started getting it more often, now I crave it so much. But it is a really healthy option. It is a bunch of veggies, lean protein, and I actually get double protein, which makes it even more expensive. So when I go there, that meal alone cost me $16. $16 for basically a fast food meal. I could make a meal at home for so much cheaper, although I will say I don't exactly know how to make, like, how they make it. I know how to make rice. I know how to make chicken. I know how to make veggies, but I don't know how to make Greek food the way that they make it. I don't know all the seasonings they use, and it just doesn't taste the same. So, I do treat myself to that, but I could make... I could put $16 towards like four meals or more at home. So it just shows how much of a big difference it can make in the cost. So let's talk about going grocery shopping. You can go grocery shopping and make it more expensive, or you can go grocery shopping and make it cheaper. So if you want more of a convenience, you can buy like the pre-made stuff. You can buy a rotisserie chicken. You could buy frozen meals. Um, You could buy stuff from the deli, right? These things are already cooked and ready to go. It is more convenient. Someone else did the work for you, and it's going to be more expensive. Worth it for some people, 100%. You could take it a step down and buy things that are packaged and ready to go. So they're not necessarily fresh or frozen, but maybe you could buy like a rice bag that you can throw in the microwave and cook it easily. A steamer bag of vegetables. Um frozen cooked like bulk bag of chicken. You don't have to cook these things They're ready to go. You just have to basically throw them in the microwave. So these aren't like super expensive, but they still are a step up from the most basic form. If you want something to be as cheap as possible, you really want to get that grocery bill down, you have the time and the ability to cook this stuff. The best thing you can do is buy it in its most simple form. That means buy the whole food, buy the col- the head of cauliflower, buy the head of lettuce. <laughs> I don't know where else I'm going with that. Buy the uncooked rice in a huge bag. Buy the beans that are like hard in a huge bag. Buy the most basic things and cook them yourself. That will be the cheapest. It can be so cheap when you do it this way. Um, anytime a food is processed in any way or has anything done to it, it's probably going to be more expensive. So if you can do this, that will save you a ton, a ton, a ton of money. It will cost you more time though. Cooking, cooking your rice, cooking your beans, cooking your meats, cooking your veggies, you're doing it all yourself. And some people have that time and some people Would rather put that time towards something else. It is totally okay to mix and match these things. So you don't have to buy everything in the most simple form. Maybe you just do that on a few things to save some money. And then you buy a rotisserie chicken. Maybe you um, buy some steamer veggie bags. And have that with rice that you make yourself. And a protein you made yourself. Maybe you do this five days a week, and then you have two days a week where you treat yourself to something that's made for you at a restaurant. It is okay to mix and match. The whole point is to just lower the cost somewhere. So, while we're talking about grocery shopping, somewhere that a lot of people could save money if you're, if you're going out to lunch at work every day. If you decided to pack your lunch instead, you would save a lot of money, depending on what you're getting. If you're going and getting the McDonald's dollar menu, you probably won't save money. But if you're trying to become a baddie on a budget, you might not want to eat the McDonald's dollar menu every day. So you'd be better off cooking your own meal. That $15 meal that you might get at lunch now, like for example, me getting that Greek food, if you're getting that Greek food every day for lunch and spending $15 a day, that is definitely adding up to a lot of money that could be spent on a whole week's worth of groceries. So let's get rid of the DoorDash and the Uber Eats. Delete the app if you're not someone that wants to be spending money on that. It's not needed for most people. I don't ever use it. I have not once ever used it other than one time. I used Uber Eats when I was in Vegas because I didn't have a way to get anywhere. Um, and that's the only time that I've ever used it. I feel like this one, you guys are going to feel attacked. <laughs> Make your coffee at home. Make your coffee at home. Even if you're using a Keurig, it's so convenient. You pop the thing in, you shut it, you make your coffee, and you're good to go. Even a Keurig is so much cheaper than getting Starbucks every day. I know you guys are going to hate me for this one. And... you know what? It's okay to go get your your coffee. All these things I'm telling you are just suggestions if you're trying to spend less money. And you will for sure spend less money if you stop getting a fancy Starbucks drink every day. You could even get a regular pot like coffee maker and make it even cheaper. But let's see. If you were to buy... Starbucks every day. Actually, let's just say 300 days out of the year. So there's 65 days you're not getting a Starbucks coffee. So 300, let's say it costs you $5 every time. That's $1,500 per year that you're spending on coffee. Um, That's a lot of money, girl. That's a lot of money. So I would recommend you know, treating yourself to that maybe one to two times a week. Des would not agree with this one. (laughs) Um, But we're talking savings here and that's a great way to do it. Actually, I remember one time recently, Des door-dashed her coffee (laughs) and it cost her 18 doll hairs. 18. That is absolutely ridiculous. $18 for a coffee to be delivered, but at the same time, she couldn't really leave the house. So, I get it. Okay, next let's talk about meal planning because this can save you not only a lot of money on your groceries, but also having less food waste will make you not be spending money on things that you're going to waste. You get it? Uh, So, write out what you're going to make for the week. This is not really something that I used to do and it makes all the difference. So write out what you plan to make that week, what ingredients you need. Look at the stuff that you already have in your cupboards, in your pantry, in your freezer, and try to use that stuff up because it will go bad eventually, even if it is frozen. And it does lose nutrients after like a year or so. It starts to lose its nutrients. So you want to be using up the stuff that you have or rotating it out so you're using the oldest stuff first make a list and stick to your list as best as you can. I know this is hard. It's actually been kind of nice because Wyatt's been doing our grocery shopping lately. And he mostly sticks to the list other than adding in like Pop-Tarts and snacks for him. But for the most part, he sticks to it. And When I go to the grocery store, I have a habit of seeing like all these like new cool things that I've never seen before, especially at Trader Joe's. And I end up like buying all these extra random things that I didn't even plan to buy in the first place. So make a list, stick to it. That will save you a ton of money. Another thing also is I always get comments saying like, oh, well, I cook, I cook for one or I live alone. So it doesn't really make sense for me to actually cook. And let me tell you, I lived alone for years. Wyatt and I just moved in together a few months ago and I always cooked for myself. And I purposely would cook for extra meals at a time. So I basically would cook for four and then I would eat it for four meals. So just because you live alone doesn't mean you can't cook. And just because you live alone doesn't mean it's going to be more expensive for you because you can cook, pretend you are cooking for four and then split it up into four meals. I know some people are really weird about leftovers, which I don't understand at all. I always purposely cook to have leftovers. Um, but I do agree cooking for one, like making just one serving is going to be more expensive and you're going to end up with like, I feel like a lot of leftover ingredients that you're not using. Um, But cooking for one doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're just cooking one serving. So, I agree and I disagree with that at the same time. But cooking with intention of having leftovers, I feel like helps save money because you can buy things in bulk or not necessarily in bulk, but just like not one serving, like don't buy one chicken breast. Um, But it will help you be able to buy it in a larger amount at a cheaper price and not waste as much because you're going to be cooking it all. Um, what else? Oh, going off that, you can turn your leftovers into something else. So, if you're like, I don't want to eat the same meal, like, four meals in a row or four days in a row. We do this often and actually we just did it the other day and I posted it on my Instagram story because it was Valentine's Day, actually. We made this butcher box roast which by the way, if you use the link in the show notes, that supports me and I would love you for it. But, um, we made a butcher box roast, which was really good. We made it in the crock pot and on Valentine's day, we had that with potatoes and green beans. Then the next day we still had a lot of the roast left and we had some potatoes and that was about it. So I took that and I made this like healthy salad grain bowl type of thing. Why it took the roast and made nachos. So you can make a, a new meal out of the ingre- ingredients that you already had cooked. We are gonna have crock pot um chicken tacos later. We could also the next day use that chicken to make I don't know, uh, salad, uh, loaded potato with shredded chicken. I don't know. We can use it to make something else the next day with the other ingredients that we have at home. So you don't have to necessarily eat the same exact thing each time. You can turn it into something else. Another thing that I find helpful, I don't know that this would necessarily save you money, but I feel like it just helps in general, helps people eat healthier, is to have some easy, healthy staple meals that you know that you love already. For me, this would be um, like a veggie egg omelet, egg white, or egg beater, or whole eggs, whatever. An egg omelet with some kind of carb source. So that could be potatoes, that could be English muffin, bagel, whatever. This is something that I eat pretty much every single day with like little like changes here and there. Maybe I'll add some avocado, maybe I'll add some cheese, whatever. Maybe I'll switch up the veggies in it. Have eaten this pretty much every day for years now and I'm not sick of it. It's easy. It's healthy. I can customize it. Another thing that I eat pretty much every day is my overnight oats. You guys have probably seen it a million times on my Instagram, but um, if you want to see exactly how I make it, I have it under my SUPS highlight, like supplements, because I put protein powder in it. But it is oatmeal, Greek yogurt, protein powder. Sometimes I add chia seeds and Frozen berries on top. Now, these staple meals, if they're something that is like shelf stable or for the most part shelf stable, that's a bonus because that means that it's something that you can basically have on hand at all times. And while we're talking about frozen berries, that is another way to save money too because they don't go bad, they're cheaper. And they actually have like just as much nutrients, if not more, um, because they are typically flat, flash frozen at their peak ripeness. Where fresh berries, they actually harvest them before they're ripe and before they have their full nutrients and flavor. And then they transport them for weeks across the country or across multiple countries, and then they end up in your grocery store, and then you buy them. So, by that point, they actually are losing some nutrients. So, frozen berries, if you eat oatmeal or yogurt or smoothies, those are definitely the way to go. You can buy them in bulk, and it's even better. Um, I got mine at, I always forget the name of it, Sam's Club, I think Or no, BJ's. That's the one that we go to now. Um, Costco, BJ's, Aldi, places like that will have them in bulk and it will be a lot cheaper and it will last you a lot longer. You can also shop in season. You can just Google what's in season in my state right now. They'll let you know. Uh, But also you can look at the prices and see what things are on sale Um, sometimes I'll literally, literally, literally write on my grocery list, like, on sale fruit. And that will be the fruit that I buy that week. Buying fruit also by the bag, like buying a bag of apples or a bag of oranges is cheaper too. Obviously, you have to make sure that you're going to be able to eat them all or buy something that can be frozen, like bananas. Um... But if you can buy it by the bag, it's definitely cheaper. So buying frozen, even buying canned is fine too. Um, We always have some canned veggies like green beans on hand. Just so when we're like getting towards the end of the week or before we're going grocery shopping, we'll still have veggies on hand in the freezer and canned ones to make us last Until the next time that we go grocery shopping. So let's talk about workouts now. That's enough about food for now. I think. Um, And let's talk about workouts. So while I'm saying all this. I do think that investing in yourself. And investing in your health. Is so worth it. And even just investing in your education on those topics that you can take with you forever. So, I do 100% 100 back that I think it's worth it to invest in yourself if you're able to, obviously. Don't go into debt to hire a fitness coach or a nutritionist or a dietitian. Don't go into debt to do that, but if you have the means to do so, if you can think of other things that you are Routinely spending money on. Maybe it's your coffees. Maybe you're buying so much clothes that you see influencers linking online. Maybe you can cut things out like that or limit those and put that money towards investing in yourself, investing in your knowledge and in your health because that knowledge is something you can take with you forever. It's something that is worth so much. Being healthy is worth so much. And it's something that you can teach your kids someday even. So the payout of that is so worth it, in my opinion, um, that I do think that if you aren't super educated on nutrition or working out, I think that it is definitely worth investing in. Now, if it's not something that you can do at this time, I totally get it because when I was in college, I didn't really have the money to do that either. Um... And I know that just everyone is in different situations and not, like, some people literally, literally do not have the money to do so. That money has to go towards their rent. That money has to go towards way more important things so that they can keep living. Um So there are cheaper ways to go about this. And there are so many free resources. You just have to actually use them. So I know having a coach is really helpful for some people because it holds them accountable to get this stuff done. It holds them accountable to getting their workouts in and to eat healthy. Um, But if you aren't hiring someone, you have to be able to hold yourself accountable. So you can get a cheap gym membership $10 a month, I think that's what Planet Fitness is. There's nothing wrong with going to Planet Fitness. It's a gym. There might be some things that I don't agree with that they do, but it's a gym and you can definitely still have a great workout there. So. You can get a cheap gym membership. You can find so many free resources online for workouts. I will say, though, be careful whose workouts you're doing because if it's something that just looks like so cool and crazy because you've never seen that workout movement before, that does not mean that it's a better workout movement. You're better off sticking with the boring basics that you don't see online as much, um, but you can find free programs or workouts online. Heck, go to Des's page. I know she doesn't post as many now um, but she has tons and tons of good workouts on her page. If you just scroll through or go to her i g TVs where she did them live. Um, there's tons of workouts on there, and there's other influencers too that do post good workouts. So you can find free good workouts online. Just be careful who you're getting them from. Make sure that they actually know what they're doing. Um, But another thing I will say with that is don't do a different workout every single time you go to the gym. You're much better off making a program out of those workouts. And what what I mean by that is pick a few of them that do like different body parts. Like pick a leg workout Pick a push workout that's like shoulders and chest and triceps. Pick a back and by workout and then do those same workouts every week for at least a few weeks. That way you can get those movements down and really be able to push yourself with those. Really learn how to properly do them. Doing a different workout every time you work out, there's nothing like... It's not like bad of you to do that if that's what you really enjoy doing. You don't like doing the same workouts over and over. But if your goal is to make the most progress and get as strong as you can, you are much better off repeating the same workouts for an extended period of time. My one-on-one clients, when I make their programs, they follow the same structure for six weeks six weeks because that is where I see people make the most progress. A lot of the people who start working with me, they're beginners. They don't even know how to do these movements yet. And if I have them just do them for one week and then the next week they have to learn all new movements, how are they ever supposed to get better at them? Um, So pick a few workouts, save them, Write them down, do whatever you need to do, and do those for at least a few weeks consecutively. Um, another like lower-end option for wor- workouts and also includes a lot of nutrition education and just fitness education overall would be our DBFT six-week challenges. So, the cool thing about these, they cost $117.00. But it's a program that not only do you get to keep forever, but it has videos, it has step-by-step instructions for how to do the exercises. So if you're someone that's new to working out... This will help you see, for one, what the exercise is. I mean, I know coaches who just write the name. They don't have a video or anything. So, at least right here, you can see right in front of your face what the exercise is, how to properly do it, and see what the form looks like. That way, you can make sure that you are doing correct form as well. You also, in our challenges, can record yourself doing the exercise and post it in our group. Or if you have the coached option, you can send it to your coach. And we are always happy to give you feedback and give you tips and cues and stuff like that in order to make your form better. With the challenge, we also... Like I said, do educational topics every single week. We do a live video every single week talking about different topics, so it's not just a program. you actually do get a lot of education with it as well, and like I said, this is education that you can take with you forever um It also does come with um the coach option comes with a full macro guide, which basically breaks down like anything that you need to know about nutrition. Um, and then the uncoached option comes with a mini nutrition guide. So just a shorter version of it. So I think those are definitely well worth the cost. And that's not even talking about the community aspect and the support and motivation that you get from it. And if you do have enough money and you want to learn more about nutrition or macros or anything like that, I would definitely recommend the coached option um, because even just six weeks of having a coach can get you started in the right direction and teach you a ton. So, that would be our lower cost. And then the highest cost that you could go with stuff like this would be to have a coach one-on-one. The reason why this is going to cost the most is because it is, it requires the most time on our end. It's one-on-one attention. It is fully customized programs, fully customized everything to you. And it is the most time consuming for both of us. So, that would be like the higher investment and the not as budget friendly. But like I said, I think it's worth it for a lot of people. Okay. A few more things and then I think we're done. Um, So sleep, something that can make you be a baddie on a budget. Sleep is free Get some good sleep. Black out your room if you can. It will help you get more solid sleep. Um, Have good sleep practices. You know, don't be scrolling with your phone in your face all night, staying up late because you're on social media. Uh, Don't be watching Netflix all night. Getting good sleep is something that can make a huge difference. I have a whole episode on this if you guys need it. I'm pretty sure I do at least. So make sure you are getting your beauty rest so that you can be a baddie. Next thing, make sure you're drinking enough water. If you want that hydrated, glowy skin and healthy hair and all that good stuff, you have to be hydrated. So make sure you're drinking enough water. I actually just got a soda stream recently. It has been the best investment of 2021 because I want to drink so much water because it's carbonated and I just like it so much more and you can add your own flavors to it and it's so good. This is not an ad and I wish it was. Um, Walking. Walking can be a great way to get healthier. A lot of us are very sedentary. We sit on our ass all day for our jobs. So make sure you're getting some steps in. Go for a walk. Not right now unless it's inside here at least. I won't be going outside for a walk right now. Um, But it's just, it's a good reminder. A lot of us do not get enough steps in. You don't have to get a certain amount. I don't make people like get an exact amount of steps in and have them walk in circles around their bed before they can get in bed at night to make sure that they get all their steps in. I'm not like that, but I do think a lot of us are very sedentary. And I will say, I don't get that much movement in outside of my workout. So I'm talking to myself with this one. Another important thing is to please stop spending money on things that don't work. If something seems too good to be true, it probably is. There's so much bullshit online. If you guys have a question about something, I would be happy to tell you the truth. Literally, it says in my instagram bio i'm here to spread the truth about nutrition so if something seems too good to be true it is probably a bunch of bullshit and you shouldn't be spending your money on it you don't need a waist trainer you don't need some weird detox tea or pills or anything like that certain supplements definitely can be beneficial but if you don't already have your nutrition and workout routine in place a lot of them should be an afterthought once you get that in place. Um, Other than like your basics, like vitamin D and fish oil or a multivitamin or even protein powder if you really, really struggle to get enough in. Other than that, there's no need to be adding in all of these crazy supplements, especially like diet pills and stuff like that because you don't have the basics down yet. There's really no need for a lot of those any at any point and definitely not when you're when you don't have your nutrition on point, you don't have your workouts in, you know, you're not getting any movement in. There's so many other things that you should put that money towards. Put that money towards hiring a coach. Put that money towards a gym membership. Put that money towards building your at-home gym. Put that money towards eating healthy, you'd be much better off putting it towards those things than things that don't really work. I promise you. So, if you have a question about something like that, feel free to DM it to me or whatever. Um, Even go ask it in my advice link in the um description box and I will use that for a future episode so that everyone can be educated on it um, and you'll save other people from spending their money on it too. Lastly, spend less money on alcohol because alcohol... I'm not anti-alcohol. I love having a drink here and there, but alcohol doesn't make you a baddie. It costs a lot of money, especially if you're buying it at a bar or a restaurant. I don't know how it's not legal for the prices that they charge. They will charge you the price of the whole damn bottle of alcohol for one drink. It makes no sense, but save your money. Drink less alcohol. I will never be that friend that is pressuring people to drink because that just ain't it. That just ain't it. Let people do what they want. If they don't want to drink, don't pressure them, and we all should probably drink less alcohol. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope this was helpful. I hope you can save some dollar bills while still becoming a baddie. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who you think it would help. Please share it on your story. Check out my show notes because my next episode is going to be an advice episode. So I need you guys to enter some things so that I can be speaking right to you. But I hope you guys have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.